What's going on, STR Nation? Welcome back to another episode of the From the Host podcast. I'm your host, Mike Shogren, here with my good buddy and fellow host, Mike Riley. What's going on, Mike? Hey, I'm doing great. I'm doing great this morning. Awesome, man. Awesome. So before we get into it, just want to give a quick shout out to Bernie. Bernie was, um, he's been with me for about three years now in the mastermind. And when he got started, you know, his goal was to get out of his job. He was a longtime corporate guy, um, making good money. And when he was doing out the math, you know, he was lowballing how much he could bring in on a monthly basis. And he, his goal was 33 units. <clears throat> it actually only took him seven. I think before he quit his job, it was like seven or nine. Um, but now I got a text from him the other day. He officially hit 33. So huge shout out to Bernie. Congrats, man. Long, long road, a lot of persistence. And uh, he's there and he's just going to keep going now. But really cool milestone for him. So shout out to Bernie. Um, and in today's episode, what we want to talk about. So a couple episodes ago, we talked about like how many markets should you start to analyze? Now we want to like create that funnel and go deeper on like, all right, now what do I need to look for for my next property specifically? Um, and how do you get deals faster, quite frankly? Because if you, if you know what you're looking for, it's going to make it so much easier for your agent and whoever you're working with to send you deals that are going to meet your criteria. And you're not going to have to analyze 2000 properties and get frustrated, you know, losing a bunch of deals that aren't going to be the best fit. So I know I've put some, some bullet points together. Mike's got some bullet points together and shout out to Mike too. He just got his clear to close on his next deal. So yep. that'll be going yep. down in the next couple of weeks or in a week, right? Yeah. Next week, next Tuesday is when we close. Sweet. Yeah. So nice, nice, man. Um, so here's a couple of things that, that I like to think about first. So again, when I think about that funnel of like, okay, what markets now it's like, okay, in this market, proximity, like what do I want to be near, right? So just to give it context, just the latest deal we did in Florida, okay, I knew I wanted to be near Disney World, right? Like that was the main attraction in Central Florida. So it was like, okay, how close can I get to Disney? Because Disney owns a lot of property. So it's like, okay, how close can I get to Disney without actually being on Disney property? Because you can't really buy there. Um, and then from that point, it's like what neighborhoods and communities make the most sense to generate the most amount of income. Excuse me, just sneeze there for a second. Didn't want to blow everybody's eardrums out. Um, and that comes down to doing your homework, right? Like really getting into the weeds on AirDNA. Like I actually purchased a bunch of their raw data. It wasn't a cheap investment, but what I found was once in that particular area, once you got over like 10 bedrooms, that's when the revenue really started to jump up. Because if you think of it, when you're going to Disney, a lot of times it's larger groups, right? It might be like myself, Kristen, my son, maybe my in-laws, my parents, my brother, my brother-in-law, like whatever, like people like to go in groups. They plan these trips in advance. It's like the family vacation. So once I got over 10 bedrooms in my research, that's when the numbers made sense. So it's like, okay. Then I start diving deeper on looking at 10 bedrooms and then I'm drilling in on what communities have 10 bedrooms which communities have the most profitable 10 bedrooms? So again, it's just whittling that down search more and more. And then it's like, okay, what types of properties, like aesthetically, what do they look like? Are they stucco? Are they brick? Uh, do they have stonework on them? Like, what do they actually look like? And then it's like, what's the bed bath count, which you kind of touched on, but ideally I wanted at least like nine bathrooms for, you know, 10 bedrooms. And then it's like, okay, what amenities are, are critical? And like, what are the top performing properties have for amenities that I could get or that the property already has? So like, 
the private swimming pool, the private jacuzzi, movie theater. Those were all things that were super important because the top properties had those. And then this one had a garage that I could convert into a game room because again, a lot of the top properties had a game room. So it's like, okay, cool. I have the space to do that. And then it's like, okay, what price point do I need to be at for this to make sense? Right? So again, I've talked about a few times that 20% rule of if a property, just to make the math easy, say the property costs a million dollars all in from the time you buy it and furnish it, if it costs a million bucks. I want to see that it can generate at least $200,000 of revenue because that, that simple benchmark based on my experience, once I do all the math and like do a full analysis, that should get me at least a 25% cash on cash return. Ideally 30 to 40%, but like if it's doing 20% of the, the purchase and all in cost, more likely than not, it's going to pencil out to be in that 30 to 40% cash on cash, right? So that's, that's how I like funnel down my search. So it's like, okay, what do I need to be near? What neighborhoods are near there? What neighborhoods are generating the most amount of money? What property types are generating the most amount of money? What's the ideal bed bath count? What are the amenities that they have? And then what's the price point that I need to be at to maximize my cash on cash return? Like that's how I whittle all that down. So again, in that example, I went to Shane, who's been on the podcast. He's in the mastermind. He's an agent down there. I was like, all right, man, did my research. Like, this is what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a 10 bed with at least nine bathrooms in these three communities that have these uh, spaces and amenities at this price point. Right. And like, once I gave him that criteria, it was so well-defined that the second something popped up with that criteria, he immediately sent it to me. Right. And it only took two tries. Like I lost the first deal and then I got the second deal, but it was so dialed in that it made his job so much easier that like when you can be that laser focused, um, the second a property like that comes up, they're going to think of me first as opposed to the, 25 or 50 other buyers that they may be working with that are a little more vague on their criteria. It's like, this is what I'm looking for. And then obviously showing that you have the funds to do the deal because you don't want to be that tire kicker and work with an agent and then come to find out like, Oh, I actually can't even afford this thing. And you just wasted everybody's time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You got to be pre-approved, but I mean, I know there's listeners out there because we have students that are going through this as well that have, that are struggling with this. So the video we did or podcast we did two weeks ago, how do you narrow down in a market? Um, and then take that, take those steps. And Mike, what you just talked about, like write those steps down and fill them out, like sit down and actually think about these things. Um, when I was looking for this most recent deal that we're closing on next week, um, I was looking at five different markets. I was looking at Charleston. I was looking at Nashville. I was looking at Atlantic beach, North Carolina. I was looking at Brevard, North Carolina. I was looking at Banner Elk, North Carolina. And then I sat down and I was like, all right, what is my, what is my lead pipeline for that? Like how many contacts do I have? What agents do I have in all these markets? So I started talking to each one of them. And then I narrowed down and talked to them and said, all right, what are the best performing SDRs? And then obviously I used data as well to find that. Um, and then it, it brought me back to Brevard, North Carolina, which is where we've got three properties there already. Um, and so I went to my, my real estate agent. And I said, all right, we're looking for a four bedroom that has a view that's in this neighborhood that we're already in. Um, it took about six weeks. There's a couple of deals that came up uh, that she sent us, but it took about six weeks until she sent us an off market deal. 
That was literally exactly what we were looking for. It was a four bedroom that really could be a five bedroom with like a little loft. Um, it had an amazing view. It was in our price range under 700, 800,000. Um, and then also it needed upgrades, which we wanted to add value into a home. Uh, so we could design it the way that we wanted it to design it. We want it to be the number one family friendly vacation rental in this community, which people spend thousands and thousands of dollars a week to go to this community because it's got lakes, it's got hiking, it's got tennis, it's got golf, it's got bocce ball, it's got pickleball, it's got all these different things you can do and stay there for a week and not do the same thing you did yesterday, right? So we're like, all right, if we add value into this, we can create a movie theater, we can create a game room, we can create a kid's room, you know, that is all padded and we've got a youngster and um, plans to grow as well. So we want to design it for us and also for people like us too, you know, with uh, um, games and toys and like a little camera. So the parents can enjoy their room and also watch the kids in the game room or the kids room. So um, we got very, very detailed with what we were um, giving to our agent. And then she sent us an off market deal literally the second that it came on across her desk. Like, the guy literally who's selling it, he put an ad in the newspaper and this is how she found it. He said he was selling a four bedroom with a view uh, for six eighty nine, and he put an ad in the newspaper for, for sale by owner. And she, for some reason, she read the newspaper that day, texted us immediately, and, and we got the deal under contract literally that day because it was exactly what we we're looking for. So, um, yeah, I mean, I know a lot of people out there just looking at Zillow, looking at realtor.com, like just looking at properties, but you really got to sit down, like write these steps out, write exactly out what you're looking for and then give that to your agent and then let them send you deals. You can also look at realtor.com and Zillow and stuff like that. Um, but just get very, very clear on that and you'll start seeing deals come to you faster and then just start analyzing one deal a day or two or three. So you can get practice at, all right, if this property that is being sent to me, you know, the comps can do, let's say a hundred thousand of revenue and it's, you know, only a $500,000 house, you know, but actually that's a pretty good deal right there. But if it's a million dollar house and it can only do a hundred thousand dollars, that's probably not a good deal. So get in the reps of analyzing the right deals um, and also just narrow your criteria down as, as little as you can. And that just takes sitting down and thinking about these things and writing them out. Yep. The last little bonus tip that I'll throw in before we wrap up is to give this criteria to your agent, but then also talk to anybody in your network. Mm -hmm. Like they may know somebody that's considering selling a property and it's like, Hey, I know somebody that's actually looking for a property just like yours. Do you want me to put you in touch with them? And you can just do the deal directly with them and save your 5% real estate commissions on it. So mm -hmm. Don't be afraid to spread the word, plant those seeds all over the place like we're talking about. And the more clear that you can get about what you're looking for, the faster you're going to get the deal. So that is it for this week's episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope you guys are having a great week. If you haven't got your tickets yet for the STR Wealth Conference, June 6th to the 8th in Nashville, Tennessee, make sure you do that. Go to strwealthconference.com. They are selling out very quickly. I've been saying it like they're going like crazy, right? Like it's going to sell out. And the other thing is it's harder and harder to find accommodations because it's the week of the CMAs. So flights are going to get more expensive. Hotels are going to get more expensive. So go book your tickets now, go book your travel now. And we'll see you in a few weeks down in Nashville. 
All right. That's it, everybody. Take care. We'll talk to you guys soon. Hey, STR Nation, if you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to hit that subscribe button and leave us a review. And in the comments, let us know what topics you want us to cover on upcoming episodes, and we'll make sure to get that in the books for you. And if you really want to learn how to launch, automate, and scale your short-term rental business, if you want to go deeper, then check out our free masterclass at strsecrets.com.